Van Riken Productions presents. If anyone can hear me, please retard. Dr. Ansel Wackerd again. The date is October 23, 1998. It has been a long, long time since I have sat down to test the machine again. I have been working on my paper and believe I have enough data to make it compelling. I do not know why I am preparing to turn the machine on again. Perhaps it is self-flagellation. Punishment for crying where I should not in the name of science. I left another anonymous tip with the police department in the town that Emily and Sarah went missing from. The name of the murderer and his cafe. Still nothing. It's been over a month. It is unconscionable. But I have a plan. But for now, let us begin the test. This is Dr. Ansel Wackend. If anyone can hear me, please speak. Hello, Doctor. How lovely to hear another voice. Mm, yes, hello. May I ask who you are? I'm Dave Smith. Lived a simple life. Found beauty everywhere. How did you end up in this state? My time came, and I found a sense of peace. I didn't want to leave it behind. Can you tell me more about your life? I enjoyed the small things. Nature, the sky, the kindness of people. What keeps you here? The world's beauty. I can't bear to let it go. How does this connection affect you? It's like an unbreakable bond. A love that lingers. What would you say to those who wonder? This world is more beautiful than you can imagine. Cherish it. Why not move on to whatever's next? This world holds wonders beyond measure. I want to hold on to that. How can we appreciate life like you did? Slow down. Look around. Find beauty in the simplest things. What is your hope for those you have left behind? I hope they find the same peace and marvel at the world I found. Does being here bring you joy? Yes. Seeing the world through different eyes, even in this form. Your strongest memory now? 
watching the sunrise on quiet mornings, feeling a part of it all. How can your story influence the living? Don't rush through life. Embrace its beauty, its fleeting moments. Thank you, James, for showing your perspective. We'll remember your message. <laughs> that was... nice. Obviously, not all death is violent and awkward, but has begun to feel that way. This conversation has been a brief patch of light in the darkness. This is Dr. Anso Wagen. If anyone can hear me, please reach out. Someone else is here? Hello? Hello? Hello, yes. I'm here. Who are you, sir? Officer Demond Williams. A life dedicated to upholding the law. How did you end up like this? Gunfire on the job took me out. I covered a dirty cop. And he had me shot. Can you tell me more about your life? I spent years serving. Can't even remember how long anymore. But I tried to be good, help people. Got rewarded with this. No good deed goes unpunished. What makes you linger here? I don't know. The case is left unresolved. Justice not served. How does this attachment feel? Like... a constant ache. It hurts. This question may seem... indelicate. Why would you join the police when... well, you know... Because I'm black? Well, what's that phrase? Be the change you want to see in the world, right? I saw something broken. I wanted to fix it. My dad served too. Same reasons. Didn't quite end up like me, though. What message do you wish to convey? There's a lot of bad cops out there. They hurt people. No getting around them. The system needs to be fixed, but at this point, it's rotted to the core. I don't know what the solution is, but there has to be one. How can we honor your legacy? Spread my story. Tell people that not all cops are bad. But if you don't stand up to the bad ones, you're worse than they are. Your proudest memory on the force? Watching my partner get a medal for bravery. I was so proud of him. He coaxed a young woman off of a ledge. Her name was Willow, actually. Yeah, we kept up with her for a couple of weeks. Off the clock, just to make sure. Rare moment of empathy in my line of work. How did you envision finding resolution? Seeing my cases closed. Knowing justice was served. It's all I want. I want people to be peaceful with one another. That's why I joined the police force. 
please, for me, let them know the cost of protecting what's right. Thank you, Officer Williams, for sharing your story. We'll remember. Another life lost. And in the name of fighting corruption. I knew that this break from doom and gloom would be short-lived. <sighs> that will be all for now. I find myself far too angry and sad to be able to continue. Besides, I have better things to do. Another trip to the hardware store is in order. This is Dr. Adelaide Barker. The date is June 14th, 2006. I have recently come into possession of the recordings of one Dr. Onsel Varkand. Dr. Varkand was often ridiculed by the scientific community for his obsession with the supernatural, and after his death in 1998, many had assumed he simply went mad and took his own life. That's what the police report says as well. I have long been interested in his work, and when I was able to claim his recording device, I felt like I had struck gold. I wish to continue his work. I'm using his same tape recorder because I wish to keep the continuity of his findings. The ghost device is a most fascinating piece of machinery. Unfortunately, we have no actual notes to how it was built. Only his recordings of his results. Regardless, before we send it to the research team for reverse engineering, I'd like to test it one more time just to witness it myself. The recordings are fascinating. This is Dr. Adelaide Barker. If there is anyone listening, please let me know you are here. Finally, good day to you, Dr. Barker. I am Dr. Ansel Varkin. It is an honor to meet you. Dr. Varkin? This is a joke. This has to be a joke. This is no joke, I'm afraid. My spirit is bound to this device. My cursed creation. There's a reason you do not have my notes on it. If the recordings you left are any evidence, you must have a message for me. Indeed, rather, a confession. I know that in my recordings you have surely found that my interviews with the spirits were comprised of 13 to 14 questions, always similar in nature. But for this, I would implore you to let me speak. What I have to say is the hinge upon which my soul is stuck here. Of... Of course. Please. Please go on. When I first began my research using the ghost device, I was arrogant. I thought I was the smartest man in the world. And maybe I was. But when I actually began to speak to the souls of the long past, I began to slowly lose my grip on reality. Most spirits are trapped in the world of living due to a violent death or unfinished business. Those burdens wear on the mind. 
The biggest example for me was the case of Emily Roberts. She was a girl who went missing from near my town two years before my death. I spoke to her, discovered that she was murdered. This disturbed me greatly. I quickly became obsessed, spending as much time as I could researching her disappearance and speaking to her directly about what happened. I went as far as to locate the spot that she was killed and buried in and uncovered her bones. I alerted the authorities, but nothing was done. I also spoke to the spirit of Sarah Thompson, a girl who went missing shortly after Emily. She had been murdered by the same man. She gave me a name, Hector. I quickly discovered the man in question, Hector Rawlings. He owned a cafe nearby where he would stalk his victims, then drag them into a woods and kill them. I don't know how many other girls became his victims. Even with the name and some admittedly circumstantial evidence, I never told anyone about the ghost device. The police did not even launch an investigation. At this point, I had spent months talking to the dead, and I believed that their stories had begun to slowly drive me insane. Couple that with the anger and frustration I felt at not being able to get justice for Emily or Sarah, I took matters into my own hands. You went after Hector. Yes, I did. After acquiring supplies, I followed Hector home from his cafe one night. While he was sleeping, I stabbed him many, many times with a knife after knocking him on the head with a hammer. That is when his wife came home. I panicked in a frenzy. I pounced upon her and took her life in a similar manner, using a saw, bags, and zip ties. I reduced the body to pieces, bound them up, threw them in a river two towns over. By the time I returned home, I was stricken with guilt. I do not regret killing Hector. He was a serial killer. He preyed upon young women, and the world is better off without him. I had no evidence that his wife knew about this. For all I know, she was innocent. That is... horrifying. Why are you telling me all of this? Because I want my story to be a warning. This machine, the ghost device, is a terrible creation. It can corrupt the mind and show you things that never should have been seen. I would implore you to destroy it. Save yourself and your colleagues from what happened to me, and set my spirit free, so that I may plunge into hell and pay for my crimes. I'm sorry, Doctor. I can't do that. No, you must. Your work was far too important in discovering a world beyond our own. The possibilities of what we could achieve with this device are endless. No. No, you must destroy it. Goodbye, Dr. Varkund. Dr. Varkund, please listen to me. That was disturbing, but illuminating. I feel a twinge of regret. If that was really Dr. Varkund, 
and he really is trapped in the device, then perhaps I will have to destroy it, once we can replicate it. I am sending the device to our research team. More updates to come.